0: this is uh patient theory one unit five part ten tracheostomy care and the answer is oh yeah it will most definitely be on the test (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah there are lots of things i don't like to do but uh, this this being one of them the other thing i don't like i'll just is pus large quantities like fistfuls of pus i don't like pus. yeah blood vomit no problem but pus and tracheostomy care i don't i don't like but (coughs) um it's it's a fairly rare occurrence, unless you happen to be um, unless you happen to be working near a children's center where they have a lot of uh, kids who have tracheostomies and, and are on ventilators, uh, or you have one child, for example, in a, or an adult on a ventilator who's at home <coughs> who requires 911 service every once in a while. So let's start from the beginning here. So um, tracheostomy is a is a surgical opening in the trachea. Uh, and there's a tube that's left in place there, and sometimes there's an outer tube and inner tube, and we'll talk about those, and the child or the adult will breathe through this tube. Sometimes you'll see adults um, with no tube in place, they just have a hole there, and they, they breathe through that hole, and when they want to talk, they just plug the hole with their thumb, and they start to talk, yeah. I saw one of those when I was at work. Did you? And she came to face and then it was really interesting. Yeah. I had hard time understanding yeah. Rather really raspy. And then she's telling me, like, she had, she had, she couldn't walk very well, too. Yeah. She was driving somewhere to the other too. Yeah. I wonder if she had, like, cancer of the larynx or something. Probably. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> interesting. So you sell ice cream, is that what you're saying? Uh, I was working at a Baskin Robbins. Oh, Baskin Robbins, okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Free basket <laughs> runs tonight, everyone. <laughs> so, so um, it may be, um, there may be a bypass, maybe um, the, the stoma or the tracheostomy may be done to uh, bypass narrow obstruction either by because of a birth defect, surgery, or trauma. Um, anyone who's gonna be in the intensive care unit and requires mechanical ventilation with a tube in their trachea for a long period of time, uh, they eventually take out the endotracheal tube and do a surgical airway just because it's less traumatic on the, the trachea. And then eventually, um, when they get off the ventilator, they'll seal that hole. And <coughs> But allows for long-term ventilator use. Um, it's an access point for removal of excessive secretions. And most often, you and I will get a 911 call because um, their tracheostomy tube is plugged and they can't seem to unplug it. Um, you know, or they're on their own and their caregiver has stepped out or something, uh, the caregiver who would normally unplug it for them. And um, so, uh, where are we? Sorry. So, um, most often you'll see a, a double cannula tracheostomy tube. So, there's an inner tube that, that can be removed. You can see it there. And we usually just clear that out. And all cleared out uh, simply by putting it under the bathroom sink and running water through it, and then it'll just shake the water off. <coughs> or you can run your suction tubing through it and suck it out if there's a big mucus plug in there. Yeah, not a fan of mucus plugs either, but <laughs> I can handle mucus plugs over pus any day. So um, the inner cannula has gotta be in place to, in order to ventilate the person, in order to attach a bag valve device to it, because it's a standard 15 millimeter adapter. Uh, And so the outer uh, cannula keeps the stoma open while the inner one is removed to be cleaned. Uh, There are different types of tracheostomy tubes. This is called a fenestrated tube that has a hole in it so it allows the child to breathe through either the tube or the mouth and um, teaches the child to breathe through the mouth uh, after, you know, post-surgery and recovery. Uh, allows for speech as well, <coughs> and some people who have a tracheostomy tube will plug their hole to talk to you. Yeah. Um, some people, usually adults, sometimes o- older children, will have a cuff tube used to eliminate reduce airflow between the mouth and the nose. Um, and uh, cuffs will either be foam or inflatable balloon, and uh, what so. Typically, we get called because there's an obstruction of the tube and or displacement of the tube uh, or the person's in respiratory distress and it may not even be related to tube. They might be bronchospastic, so we don't want to go in there making any assumptions. Um, and um, so we, f- we uh, uh, follow certain assessment priorities, uh, always consider that it may be obstructed and uh, check and recheck it might need to be suctioned they might need to be suctioned repeatedly i'll show you uh, a video here of of some suction the airway now this is um, again when you get 911 calls people are usually in a little bit more distress um, not not the kind of calm patients you're going to see in this video i'll just pause this recording here Yeah, so because it's below the glottis, technically it's a controlled act, yeah. Um, It's an interesting question because uh, that came up as a subject of debate amongst the medics just yesterday, actually, uh, in the base hospitals. I I can't remember what they said, but anyway. Uh, (coughs) So yeah, anything below the glottis is considered a controlled act. (coughs) Uh, Properly seated, that we already talked about. if if the patient child um, infant adult whoever needs Mm -hmm. positive pressure ventilation you should be able to attach your bag valve device to the outer cannula it's a standard 15 millimeter adapter Um, but if not so if you had to disconnect from the ventilator Mm -hmm. maybe the uh, ventilator battery died and that's why they called you (coughs) and you know the person is not able to breathe adequately uh, suction we sort of already went over and um, uh, the parents or the caregiver usually has the supplies and if they're used to suctioning I would just let them suction you know um, why did they call you in the first place hard to say right maybe they they wanted to the suction but couldn't find the suction equipment called 911 just to be safe and then by the time you get there they've got the stuff ready and I would just let them do it because they're Uh, best at it but (coughs) if they're uncomfortable or too too stressed out we can do it and um, so we usually set the suction for adults anyway at about 100 millimeters of mercury Um, when we're suctioning out of the mouth we typically set it at 120 but inside a tracheostomy tube max of 100 for adults 80 for a child so uh, if we're gonna um, uh, treat a tracheostomy obstruction you can put an oxygen mask right over the tracheostomy tube or right over the stoma You get your partner to do that um, you can might add a little bit of normal saline down the tube to loosen secretions insert the catheter about two inches into the tube and uh, we suction no more than about 10 seconds right so we go in we suction and if they buck on the tube it's just because you've hit the carina so don't feel uh, horrible that it's Heather right Mm -hmm. yeah you've got a good look too nice (laughs) like empathy (laughs) (laughs) what do they call those people empaths or something is that really a thing an empath I don't know is it Mm -hmm. yeah what does it mean yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know my wife and my daughter seem to think they're in tune with my emotions but I'm a facial contortionist I don't they have you know, they'll say something like, you look mad. Like, no, not even slightly, <laughs> you know, not <laughs> at all. I just, I think about things and my face twists all over the place. <laughs> but um, they can't read me at all. So my my family, they're not impasse, that's for sure. Um, <coughs> Some monitor pulse, uh, pulse oximetry. Obviously, SpO2 is uh, pulse oximetry. So the little probe that goes on your finger, right? It measures oxygenation. Uh, and uh, and the patient's condition. Right. So, I um, don't think there's. We've sort of covered all this in the video quite nicely. And so, this is something that we would do. <laughs> we would consider a tracheostomy a controlled act. Oh, did I say it wrong again? Come on, help me. Trach- tracheostomy. Tracheostomy. Tr- tracheostomy care. Thank so, you. yeah, we're not actually doing a tracheostomy, but we're you know <laughs> suctioning the tracheostomy. So, I would. Um, well, in med-legal, we'll go over the 14 controlled acts, and you'll see that insertion of anything below the glottis is considered a controlled act. So I would consider this a controlled act. Yeah. I feel like it's one that's going to be on a test question. Just <laughs> could be, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. So monitor, blah, blah, blah. If you had to... Um, um, if you had to bag valve mask ventilate someone who's got a tracheostomy tube you can do one of two things um, you can put a mask <coughs> and if it's an adult you might take a pediatric mask and put it over the stoma over the hole and ventilate that way with s- because it's a small mask um, and in some cases you might be apt to be able to occlude the stoma and ventilate at the mouth that's another possible option Why yeah did you ever do that? like what is the point of the stoma that they, that they can't get air through there yeah uh, that is the point of the stoma but um <laughs> 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 uh, but um, bottom line is if for some reason you couldn't vent late through the stoma you go to the next best alternative and see if that works and sometimes there may be a tube in there that's obstructed and when you go to the mouth you're actually able to ventilate past that That tube, you know, maybe it's not a cuff tube, maybe it's not a balloon tube, and there's some air movement around it, and Mm -hmm. they're able to exhale. So, um, you know, when someone's in distress and you have to PPV, you just do it any way you can. So, yeah, start with the stoma, and if that doesn't work, move to the mouth. And is this is this something quite common? No, it's very uncommon. Um, I've I've done uh, tracheostomy care, I think once. And actually the caregiver did most of the work. I just stood around and sort of helped and held the suction and turned it on. And um, so it's pretty uncommon unless, as I say, you're working in an area that has a special children's hospital or like a special center for kids with those sorts of disabilities, or you've got someone in your region or a couple of patients in the region who were on mechanical ventilation at home. You know, you've got like a Christopher Reeves in your neighborhood. You guys remember Christopher Reeves? Superman who uh, fell off a horse and broke his neck, ended up on a ventilator. What's that? We need the poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christopher Reeves, not Christopher Robinson. <laughs> 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 that was good. Any questions about tracheostomy care?